You're listening to Be Bold Repeat, a podcast where we have candid conversation about building businesses using mindset and marketing strategy. We do this so that you can create the business of your dreams and live the life that you want. I'm Ashley Cruz, owner of Embracing the Uncertain, a female empowerment coaching company. I'm Katie Burton, digital marketing strategist and founder of Simply Social. Today on episode four, we are talking about visibility in your business. We aim to inspire you to be imperfectly visible right now, and we give you permission to show up and just fucking do it. Let's get into it. All right, here we are, episode number four, visibility in business. What's up? Yes. What is up? Happy launch day. Happy launch day, you guys. We are launching our podcast live today, and it's so incredible. It's such an incredible feeling, and it's actually so perfectly tied into today's topic because I think we've mentioned this before. If you've listened to our previous podcasts, we are all about doing shit before we feel ready, and we launched this entire podcast and the plan for the podcast without really having a plan. We just kind of showed up and decided that we were going to start doing it. And one of the things that we've been doing is kind of spending a lot of time in editing and like trying to figure out the nuances of creating a really great high quality podcast for you. And Katie just had like such a great reflection earlier. Katie, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we were just talking about how on today's podcast episode, we're going to be preaching about how to show up and be imperfectly visible in your business. So we thought why not practice what we preach? So today's podcast episode is going to be completely unedited. You're just going to hear Ashley's and my conversation from start to finish. And hopefully by setting the stage and doing uh, what we're saying and telling you to do, you can trick your brain and give yourself permission to show up in your business and just do it. Yes, because that's at the end of the day what this entire podcast is really about. It's just feeling okay and creating safety for yourself around showing up even if it's not perfect even if it's not the exact thing that you wanted it to be because we put such high expectations on ourselves and this again goes perfectly into visibility and when i think about visibility like actually the whole purpose of the call or the podcast today was really about why being visible in your business is actually hard. And when I think about this, like I was just talking with Katie about it earlier this week, how it's so hard for us to show up and want to be visible in our brand. And the reason for that is because it puts us in a place of fear, right? Fear comes up. It's like, oh my God, I'm exposing myself. I'm putting myself in a situation that might not turn out right. And so we definitely just start to try and protect ourselves. We come from it like, oh, I'm protecting myself. So if I play small, if I, you know, try not to show up too much, then I'm keeping myself safe. But the reality is you have to be your brand. You have to show up if you want to make the sale. Can we just say that again? If you want the sale, you have to show up and be visible. Let's just find acceptance for that right now. And so when I think about the reason why people aren't visible in their business, and this came up for me, and, and I know it came up for Katie too, but 
my biggest fear was that people were going to judge me and like my former coworkers were going to like laugh at me. And like, I'd made this big leap from corporate job to business. And I felt like people were going to call me an imposter or they were going to say like, why you what's, what's so great about you that you feel like you could create this business or even be open to creating that business. And the judgment is really something that really fucked with me for a long time. That's why I didn't do anything in my business for a really long time. And I know Katie, you're, I'm not a perfectionist, so I don't resonate with that, but Katie is the perfectionist here. So tell me a little bit about like that judgment and how perfectionism really has like held you back in the past. Yes, when it comes to judgment, my brain tricks me into thinking if everything is perfect, if everything is tied up in a little bow, if you've crossed all your T's and dotted all your I's, then it will be good enough for showtime. And I don't think that is the case. Entrepreneurship is a journey. Uh, You can always evolve. It's always a work in progress. And I don't think anyone that is starting out becoming visible in their brand starts off thinking that it is perfection. You're always learning along the way and you're always making changes. So it's important to realize that you just have to get out there. And chances are, I don't know about you, but when I'm on social media, if there's a video that doesn't resonate with me, I just continue scrolling. There's no passing judgment. There's no, if anything, if someone's out there being visible, I'm envious, I'm proud of them, I'm cheering them on. So I think just knowing that that judgment is only in your brain. It's not in anyone else's. Yes. I love that. Also, I think even if it is perfect, you're still going to find a way that it's not perfect. So you could do or check every single thing that you feel like is necessary for that to be the perfect launch or the perfect offer or whatever. But for some reason, our brains always trick us and they're like, well, you probably could have done this better. And so even if you do everything that you said you wanted, it's your, your brain's still going to find a way to make it imperfect. So yeah. it's an opportunity to just accept that you're a work in progress and there's nothing wrong with that. And you're going to get better every single time, just like we've gotten better in creating content and showing up in this podcast, right? Right. And I think one thing that you touched on earlier about having that fear that your message isn't going to resonate with your audience or that maybe people will judge you and think that you don't know what you're talking about, but you have to remind yourself that there is a reason you started this business. There is a reason people have paid you or are going to pay you to work in this space and that you do have valuable knowledge to share with your audience. Yes. The, the fear of the message not resonating is something I think that holds a lot of people back. And listen, I, I think this is again, another option to look at it in a different way. You don't want everybody to resonate with your message. You don't want to be the things for everybody. What you're focused on is a very small subset of people to serve. And when we think about it from that way, it takes the pressure off because it's like, oh, right. I don't want to resonate with everybody because not everybody has the same problem that I had. No, I, I have an opportunity to solve a very specific problem for a very specific market of people. And if I resonate with everyone, nobody's going to buy. And if I don't, if I only resonate with the people that do like that do resonate with my message, or if I talk to the people or if they get on the sales call with me that, and they do resonate with how I speak, how I show up, if I cuss or if I don't or whatever, I'm going to find a lot less objections. I'm going to find a lot less 
me trying to meet them where they're at, it's going to be so much easier when I take the pressure off of having to resonate with everybody. A hundred percent. And I know when you said that reflection to me last week, that was game changing for me because you don't need to speak to your audience at wide. Like you said, you're using this as a way to get customers, as a way to get clients. So when you're jumping on and becoming visible, keep your target audience in mind and speak directly to them. Mm -hmm. And stop worrying about anybody else that doesn't fall into that group. Because chances are, like you said, Katie, like mentioned this earlier, she's just going to scroll on next. She's not going to send you hate mail or anything. And if they do like never, like whatever, (laughs) but like, it's not going to resonate and that's okay. They'll just move on. And again, we're here to serve people and we're doing that through something that we're offering people. It's not going to resonate with everybody. So when we just accept that and we stop trying to be all the things for all the people and we're only the thing for the people that we need to serve and that need to buy from us, it's a lot less heavy. It's a lot less pressure. Right. And so with a tip on that and just kind of in the spirit of giving you tangible things to take away from this conversation is one of the things that I did this a couple of days ago in my own Facebook group was I just asked my audience a simple question and I got like 35 comments on the most simple fucking question I could have ever asked. It's something I always ask my clients. I don't think I've ever really asked it this way in my group, but I asked the question and I had 30 comments from women just answering it. And then all of a sudden I know exactly what is going to resonate with my ideal client base because I asked them a simple question and now I can speak to every single answer, which gives me content and it serves that purpose or that serves that fear of not having a message that resonates because they literally just told me what they want to know about. So, you know, stop worrying that your message isn't going to resonate and then ask your audience, take a small action to figure it out so that you can put yourself and your nervous system at ease when it comes to showing up and serving the audience that you want, which is so great. I love that takeaway. So if you're listening right now and you're saying, okay, I'm ready to be visible, but what the heck do I say? Where do I even start? Go to your audience and ask them what kind of content they're looking for. Ashley has had major success in that. I did the exact same thing. I wanted to create a workshop on social media and social media, as we all know, has a huge breadth of information. So I went out there and said, what actual tips would you like to hear in a workshop? And then I crafted the content around what people said. So your audience will tell you what they want to see and what they want to learn. And then of course, they're going to be more likely to listen, to buy, to patronize your business if they have had a say in what you're making. Yes. And to that point, I think you just hit it on the head there, Katie, but I have a group that I nurture throughout the sales process. Katie does not have a group. So Katie, give us some tips on how you can figure out what message resonates with people if you don't have like a community that you've already created. And for a lot of our listeners, they're probably brand new in the process anyway, so they might not have had time to cultivate relationships through a group. Sure. So like Ashley said, she has a Facebook group that she owns and has that audience there. Uh, My strategy up to date has been being a part of other people's groups. So Ashley being one of them, other female entrepreneur groups on LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, going to network, virtual networking events. So those are the groups that I go to when I want to learn what the audience is looking for. So whether it's just posting in the group, going on your 
Instagram account going on live, asking your audience, you will be shocked at the amount of responses that you get and people that just want to help you move your business forward. Yes. So many options. And again, we don't give you these options to overwhelm you. We give you these options to remind you that there's tons of different ways and that you can just pick one. And we're going to talk a little bit about that in just a second with Katie. But I think what this all boils down to is that we have this innate fear that people won't buy if we put ourselves out there. If we use ourselves, we'll feel like a failure because we're not good enough or all of the, the stories that are created in our minds. And I just want to encourage you right now that if you're feeling that way and if you're scared to get super visible in your business because you're afraid that you won't make the money you desire, I want you to tune into that, right? And like, I want you to uncouple the worth of yourself and what you have to say with the money that you bring in specifically from whatever post, right? Because we're playing a long game here. We've talked about this before in a previous conversation, but if you are expecting to write one post and get a billion sales off of it, that's not going to happen. We need to level set the expectation. We are in a marathon, not on a sprint. And so when we think about that, we can also give ourselves a little bit of a break and know that every single time that we show up online or in a networking event or whatever, it's just one step closer to the visibility necessary to unlock our dream revenue goals, our dream income goals, our dream client numbers, all of those things. But it takes you and it requires you to take action even when it's uncertain, even when you're not sure it's going to work so that you know what to do and what not to do in the future. She and I have had many conversations about this and I think it was something that I discounted very early on in my entrepreneurship journey, but you never really know who is paying attention to what you're doing and who is watching you online. And this is something that I had to get used to. Like Ashley said, is just because you make one post, that's not going to lead to a direct sale. But I actually had a call yesterday with a potential client who saw an answer that I posted in one of those Facebook groups I was mentioning two weeks ago. So you just never know who is paying attention, who is watching. So think of that time more as an investment in the long term and a long play than something that you should see immediate results from. Yeah. And I think too, it's another opportunity to reframe that, oh my gosh, my one post got three responses. Like three people took the time out of the day to respond to what I had to say instead of what I know everyone in this conversation is probably doing right now is, oh, I only had three people respond. Because it's like, listen, if your goal is 10 clients and three people responded to your post and those are your three perfect clients because your message resonated with them, you now have content to speak to so that you can get that no like, and trust factor and those three people could potentially buy from you and you are now almost a third, a little bit over or a little under a third of the way to your goal of revenue. So it's like these small little things make such a big difference in your process. And it's your job to just commit to it and decide that you're going to be visible, that you're okay with being your brand and that nothing can touch you. And if people have something to say, like, fuck them, cool. They're not your audience anyway. So Okay. We've talked about the mindset piece, which we've always like this, this podcast is all about mindset first and then talking a little bit of strategy. So we're going to move into a little bit more around some takeaways. Like how can I take steps to become more 
visible in my business. So Katie, tell us a little bit about what your thought process is around this. Yes. So we are going to give you three tangible takeaways on how you can become more visible in your business. So the first tip is about reframing your mindset. So take away all of that fear and switch your mindset, reframe to it is a privilege to be visible in my business. Once I, in my own personal business, switch my mindset from, oh my gosh, this is such a hurdle to, wow, I get the privilege as an entrepreneur to be visible and try to grow my business. That is when everything changed. So switch your mindset. No longer think of it of from a place of being fearful or scared of judgment or anything. And every time those thoughts come into your mind, just reframe and think about how it is a privilege to be visible. Yeah. And I think to that point, it's just playing the devil's advocate on your belief system. Like, oh, it's so hard to be visible because I'm scared. And to your point, Katie, the reframe is really just challenge that thought. Like, how could you make it easier? What would you need to know? Or what would you have to say to yourself? Oh, it's a fucking privilege to show up and be able to have a business solely based on digital marketing or mindset. Like, cool. How fucking awesome. I think that there's a ton of people that would love to have that opportunity. And I have that. What a gift. What I should be so fucking grateful that this is even a thing. Yes. So tip number one, reframe your ability to be visible as a privilege. And then tip number two is to pick one platform to focus your energy and attention on. So like we talked about earlier, there are Facebook groups, there is Instagram Live, LinkedIn. The platforms are endless, but for starting out, don't overwhelm your brain. Just pick one platform that you've decided you want to get visible on and focus your energy on that one. So don't make it overcomplicated, make it easy on your brain, simplify it and show up on that one platform. Yeah. And I think here it's what platform excites you? What's the platform that you enjoy going to most? Like that could be a really great way for you to figure out what platform to play on. I love Facebook groups. That's where I started my business. It felt really good. Sometimes it was hard, but I still always commit to that group, right? For some people, it's going to be TikTok. For some people, it's going to be Instagram. So you have to tailor it to you, knowing that there's tons of options available to you, but just starting with one and knowing that you can build your presence on other platforms later, but that we're not going to just do that because we think it's not working. It's just because it's an option, but we're starting with one to keep it simple and so that your brain doesn't freak the fuck out and say like, I have to be on seven platforms at once and this is so hard. Like, no, we're not going there. Exactly. So step one, reframe your brain to know it's a privilege to be visible. Step two, pick a platform. And then our third and final tip is to stay consistent in posting. So Ashley mentioned she loves Facebook groups. So she stays consistent and shows up there on a regular basis. You can't just expect to post one thing and have it resonate with the audience. We have to stay consistent and posting. So set a goal for yourself. If it, if it feels good to post once per week in that group, do that. If it feels good to do once per day, even better, do that. But whatever it is, set that goal for yourself and stay consistent in your posting. Your audience is going to want to see you consistently. And then from a strategy side, all of those lovely social media algorithms that are in the background are more likely to show your content if you're showing up on a consistent basis. Yeah. And so 
consistency is driven by what feels really good. So if it doesn't feel good and if it feels hard, it sounds crazy to say, but I feel like the fucking algorithm picks that shit up. It's like, but it's more from the perspective of if your energy isn't there, your audience is going to respond that way. So if I go post because I feel like I have to, I almost always get a zero engagement on posts that I create from like, I have to. But if I'm excited to go post something, if I feel lit up and like really amped to go say something to my audience, pretty much always there's like some great responses there. And so when your energy is behind your post, the algorithm like, or the people will show up, respond, and then the algorithm does the work for you to like help make sure the right people see it, right? And so the consistency is so important because it has to be something that you can stick to. It has to be something that feels really good so that you're speaking to the audience and that they're picking up that you're there to serve, not just to sell. I love that. So great. And we hope that all of these tangible tips, these mindset work throughs have been helpful for you and inspired you to be perfectly visible in your business. We hope you hearing us do it in real time has inspired you to do the same. So if one of your takeaways is going to be doing an Instagram live or showing up on Instagram, tag us with Be Bold Repeat. We would love to see you being visible in your own business. Um, So give yourself permission, show up and just do it. Yes. We will talk to you guys on the next podcast and let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you and follow us at Be Bold Repeat on Instagram, just like Katie said. Bye guys. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you are taking away some incredible ideas for your own business. If you liked today's episode, feel free to binge the rest of our shows and leave us an honest review. We are always open to hearing your feedback, especially if you have requests for future episodes. Each month, we'll take a look at our reviews and randomly select one winner for a free digital marketing audit or coaching session of your choice. Don't forget to hit subscribe and we'll talk to you in the next episode.